What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and uh, a mother. Hello, everyone. Happy fucking Monday. Monday. We have to make the merch. It's on my list. I just, I'm gonna need you to pump up your energy. My waveform is massive. Where's your gain at? Are you there good? You are. Okay. <laughs> No, you're good. I see it from here. Oh, okay. But yeah. I thought you were blind. No, but I could just see a line. I mean. Oh. You can't see up close. You can see from far. I can't really see from far either. I'm a blind That never makes bitch. sense to me. What How you can you not see something that's closer to your eye? Like people that are like near farsighted. Oh, can you not I, I see start doing close? it now. Like now as I'm getting older, I'm going like this. But that, and, doesn't that not make sense? Like holding something further, listen, you would think Alyssa, you can't see it. I will never forget once my eye doctor. I swear to God, I was probably forty in a week, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, or maybe right before whatever it was. But she said to me, she goes, "You know, once you hit forty, it's all downhill with your eyes." And I swear it was like as soon as I hit forty, I started like having worse vision. I feel like mine's already going downhill. Oh, it's terrible. I, I have a bad yeah. fear of going blind one day. Same. Because I feel like my vision has gotten really bad. I should probably go for another eye exam. We talked about this not too long ago, and you said you were going to, and you didn't, right? No, she didn't. Did we? Can we, by March 31st, can you go get an eye exam? Is that one of my goals? Yep. It's only the, well, today's. Today's the 11th. Today's the 15th. It's today's Monday the 15th. the 15th. So you have two weeks and a day to go get your eyes examined. Okay, I'll go on um, Groupon. I'm going to go get a new eye exam, but then I got to buy new glasses. My glasses work. I can see with my glasses. So they're not, they didn't get, so it didn't change since your last one? I mean, I I still, when I'm driving with my glasses on, like, I still can't really read the license plates in front of me. But like, it's, it is crispier, but it's not like. Perfect. Yeah. So, and when you got them, they were crispy. Yeah, so like that means Zane, they are getting. Worse. I guess like Zane will be like, you can't read that. I'm like no, mm-hmm. like right now you're blurry, and you're like so close to me. Not really, but like, but if you're standing here, I can see you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, who fucking cares about that? How did we even get there so quickly? I don't know because you were reading my eye patches earlier. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like oh, the gain, some eye yeah. p- oh, the gain. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> she gave me eye patches because your girl is like, I don't know. Doing her skincare? Huh? She's doing her skincare. I am doing. Wait, sh- oh no, that's Saturday. Oh, no, it's next Saturday. Next Whatever. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I have a whole routine now. I thought guys. you talked you about that already. Just be so proud of me. But I thought you talked about that already. It's a secret. Guess, yeah. No, Sorry. I have you a skincare cut- thing that I'm doing and I'm proud of my damn fucking self. You cut it out if you don't want to say it yet. No, it's a secret. Okay. okay. Um, we have an update from last episode on the Taco Bell depression. <laughs> <laughs> we have to tell you guys a story because we ended that episode and we were on a hunt for this. What was it called? <laughs> I got it. I finally got it. Beefy Nacho Griller. Nice. See? She always says DIY. <laughs> Listen, Rose. Do it yourself. DIY. DIY. Yeah. You used to say DIY. <laughs> oh. You know what? I'm just whatever. It's okay. <laughs> I'm over 40. Everything goes downhill. <laughs> Yikes. Mine goes downhill after 21. <laughs> Zane texted me last night. He's like, Ma, did I leave my Apple Watch on your desk? And then he sends me another one. He goes, forget it. It's in my pocket. And I'm like, oh, my God. To think you're only 22. <laughs> so we think you're my age. <laughs> Do you know how many times I'm on the phone looking for my phone? Oh, isn't that the worst? Like, I'm an idiot. Wearing no, my glasses. Just, where are my glasses? It's yeah. terrible. I terrible. think that Zane and I are just old, stuck in <laughs> younger bonds. <laughs> Zane's got his back problems, his foot problems. <laughs> um, okay, so Beefy Nacho Griller, right? So on the episode, we were like, okay, we're going to try to customize it. So I tried so many different things, and it kept like saying that I was like timing out. So eventually I like exited the app, I went back on the app, and I found a way to do it. She did. She completely customized a beefy, a, a, a beef burrito. supreme. Some I, burrito. Yeah, some burrito. But she minus, it was funny. When you looked at it, it was like, no lettuce, no tomato, no sour cream, no, the, no shredded cheese, no this, no that, no yeah. this, no that. 
add that in this. Yeah. Literally just kept the beef on the burrito. Yeah, so it's just beef on the burrito with the red strips mm-hmm. and the nacho cheese. And then you can put an option to get it grilled. Right. And and it was fabulous. And she was so excited. And then she said, we, when we went to the website and we looked at it, it said the calories for that were 370. And on the app, when she put it all together, was 370. So, it was the exact so we knew thing. for sure it was the exact thing. And before we get into the rest of the story, I did it because I looked at all of their other items and they had the red strips on a different item. Right. So I knew that they still had them in the location. Right. And it was a choice available. Yeah, it was to on you. the app. Right. Go ahead. So we go. <laughs> she drives up. First, this is the same place she called and when they when they oh, yeah. answered, she's like, no, we don't have that no more. Sorry. So straight up embarrassment already. Like the place that I called and she said, no, we don't have those. I went online and didn't order anyway. So now she's pissed at me to, to begin with. <laughs> I said they should have had like a little comment box where you could have just wrote AKA beefy nacho grilla. Yeah. Um, so we go, we pull up and she says, you know, I placed an order, my name. And she goes, are you sure it's the right location? Because I don't see your order. Meanwhile, Alyssa had just said to me, I just saw it pop up. Yeah. So she goes, okay, pull forward. We pull forward and she said, go ahead, Liz. What did she say? She comes to the window and she says, honey, we don't have any red strips. And what? my heart sank. It did. I felt it. I, I, I was reaching out my hand to catch it just in case. <laughs> we looked at each other and we just went, oh. <laughs> and Alyssa was desperate. She said. <laughs> it's like we're writing a book. I was like, do you have anything else that's crunchy? And she immediately just said, no. And I said, wait a second. How about your tortilla chips like that you use to dip in nacho and guac? And she said, okay. I'm like, can you crush them up? She's like, yeah, I can do that. (laughs) That's how she was, right? She was like, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, I can do that. I could see see her in the back with like... And other people are like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you doing? I want one of one, one of what they're having, please. Yeah. <laughs> and um, okay, so me, Jerry, have never had one before. <laughs> we made them at home and they were delicious. This is my first time actually having a real one. <clears throat> it was equally delicious. Actually, I like the one that we had home better, but I understand. It just seems like fast food shit. Yeah. Because of the added shit. Yeah. But I actually liked ours better oh, okay um but it was abs- it was yummy it yeah was yummy in my tummy it was really good so the uh nacho chips subbed from the red strips worked out fine it did yeah it gave it that crunch it gave it a little bit of crunch the saltiness so it worked out well it did i i'm sorry i'm distracted but That's there's okay. a purpose <laughs> okay it was pretty funny though like that we had to substitute everything you know what's funny too is the nacho grillers were like literally a dollar fifty <laughs> so when you sub everything, it was like ten dollars for two of them. But I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll pay fucking thirty. I'm in, bitch. <laughs> but because the, they took it off the menu. Oh my god! I didn't. So when you do all the substitutions, it's so funny. Or are we talking about our goals that we fucked up? Is that what you're finding? If you guys listen to the Saturday episodes, we said for our goals each month that we would make like a new fun recipe, Jerry and I, together with the family, and so. We did uh, the pupusas, and then we couldn't figure out what the next month was. And we thought for sure it was the beefy nacho grillers, which we made. And then we figured out that Jess, Jess, who messaged you? Jess. Jess messaged Jerry, and she was like, I figured it out. It was pork buns. We, yeah. So February was supposed to be pork buns, and then March was supposed to be the beefy nacho griller, but we are just going to flip-flop it. Yeah. But Jess, you're the real MVP. Wow. I mean, the fact that she just, like, she went back to, like, listen. That's amazing. <laughs> She's like, I found it. <laughs> I yeah. was so excited. And then April, we're going to do pizza night with homemade pizza dough. Okay, listen. I don't know where cheese. it was. What is Maybe it? I'm just smoking crack. What? Um, because I swore I saw on the Facebook group somebody said that listening to the episode, listening to or watching your video— about the nacho grillos, something that she went and that they don't want to make. They're not on the menu anymore. Oh, so she was confirming? So she, yeah. Well, or I think it was before our episode. I think it was off of your video or something. Uh, but yeah, so they don't fucking make them. But I was going to shout her out, but I can't find it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I haven't had it in a long time. I used to fucking love Taco Bell. When we were, listen, we were driving and, or we were sitting and we were eating. And she's like, oh, I could easily eat that and this and this and that. And I'm like, where, like, where do you put it? Um, 
I don't understand why you're so tiny. Because I don't eat it every day. Like, if no, I no, were no, to no. go. I'm just saying the amount of food. Like, oh, yeah, if you I eat a lot. have two bowls of pasta, where do you put it in that tiny little body of yours? Well, I don't eat like that anymore. Uh, if I ate two bowls of pasta every night for dinner, it w- you would see it. <laughs> and now I work out 500 calories every day. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, now I eat, I still eat a lot of food, but lower calorie foods. So it doesn't. Yeah, like, I'm not saying like calories. I'm saying quantity. Like, like oh, like so how tight. do I like, have ha- such a big how appetite? How do you fit it in you? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just don't know. Our stomachs I, are the I, same I size. The, I just look at the, the, I don't know. Our stomachs are the same size, no? No. No? No. How do we no, see that? Like, so we should go to x-ray, x-rays and see how big my stomach is? Like how much it can hold? I don't know. Like how many pieces of pizza can you have? Like from the pizzeria, yeah, or like Domino's, no, like pizzeria, pizzeria, um, a good three. See, and I can completely stuffed on one. No, completely. I I would be okay, but I would still like be craving more. That's see, I don't know, I don't know where you put it. That's what I'm you saying. You just don't have big of an appetite, I guess. But you're also not My- a foodie. I fucking love food. Mm. You know what I mean? Like every day I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to like, what am I gonna eat today? Yeah. Like, that's me, my excitement. Like, and me, it's like the dreaded every day. Yeah. Fuck, what's going to be for dinner tonight? Yeah, see, I, I get excited about it. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I have such a big appetite. Hmm. It, it definitely catches up to me if I do eat a lot, though. <laughs> when Zayn and I realized we were both little chipmunks, we are like, oh, no. <laughs> Can't be eating frozen burritos every day after school now. <laughs> that's what we realized. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have a really big appetite. But now I've kind of trained my body to eat less, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I was, I was fucking vacuum. <laughs> I was eating way too much for like my body size, you know. Like I was overeating. Okay. So. Now I want pizza. We're gonna have a pizza date. Will that be April? Yeah, we're gonna make pizza in April. Yeah. Jess, if you're listening, jot it down. <laughs> Please forget. Oh my god, I'm oh, writing actually, it down. She's writing it down right now. God, she's so smart because I won't have April so, is pizza. March we're doing pork buns. April we're gonna do. Oh, okay. So the pork bun. Here's the other thing. Like it needs um, stuff that Zane's allergic to. So we don't. Oh, because kill Zane's him. so fucking annoying. He's allergic so, like, to twenty things. Everything. Yeah. So we have to make sure that we're not going to kill him. Otherwise, How are you he'll not just allergic to anything. I don't know. It makes no sense. You're not even allergic to any medicines? Penicillin. Oh. And listen, there's times that I'll eat like strawberries and watermelon and get like a little like itchy. Like, you know, when you get. Yeah, but I get that too with like uh, pineapple. Oh, yeah, pineapple. Yeah, that's normal. But like watermelon and strawberries kind of bother me sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, yeah, no, I guess that's really it. Zane's allergic to a lot of things, but. Almost everything, not almost everything, that's dramatic, but, like, a lot of, like, dairy products, like, cheeses and stuff, sometimes it'll bother him. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't drink milk and stuff. That's, like, a lactose thing, though. Or the lactose bothers your stomach. Well, I think he's actually allergic to the whey, like, the protein. Right, 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 right. So who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This kid has been nothing but trouble since birth, <laughs> even before birth. Let me tell you something. Before I delivered him, I weighed less than when I got pregnant. Because Before I was you so, delivered him, you weighed less. So I'm nine less. months pregnant, about to deliver a baby. Yeah. And I weighed less than before I got pregnant. Because you lost my, weight? my entire pregnancy, all I did for nine months was throw up. Oh, God, don't even say that. I was hospitalized two or three times, oh. put on IVs for fluids and stuff like that. It was bad. It was bad, bad. He's so oyster crackers. Sensitive. That was the one thing that really helped. So me. he's not allergic to oysters? Like the little salt, like the little crackers for yeah, soup. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they call them oyster crackers, but th- put them in, in like soups, like um, seafood soups, mm. probably. But th- those uh, little, like, just regular premium little crackers that was like that waking up and putting something in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, that kind of helped. Yeah. And they would always tell me, like, when I really was getting sick to drink, like, warm Coke. Mm hmm. I guess, like, warm sh- Coke. Yeah, like flat. Oh. Like, yeah, but it, nothing ever worked for me. I'm, I think that's going to be me. It was so bad, Alyssa. And I'm he not was an eight-pound baby. Oh. So I was even less less after I delivered him. But, yeah. I was like six. And he was just... Aaliyah was my littlest, and she was yeah. six, 14. Six, I, nine. 
I don't know why I can never remember her weight. That's a terrible mom. 6'9 or 6'14 she was. Well, you got three of them, so. <laughs> and all their weight, all their times, like I'm I'm big into numbers. Like I love numbers and all their, t- like Zane was 541, Amani was 105, and Aaliyah was 104. So it's like all the numbers, like the same three numbers over and over. Oh, funny. Is, and their birthdays too, 25th, 26th, 27th. Yeah, that's, so. cr- that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Little bitches that they are. Yeah, me and my sister are both on the third of the month. Oh, really? July 3rd, February 3rd. Never knew that. Yeah. I never really thought about it either until right now. Wait, I'm scared that's going to be me, that I'm going to throw up a lot. With scents, what if my set, my, if my sense of smell is heightened even more when I'm pregnant? Oh, oh my God, I'm going to puke all the fucking time. That's horrible. Although I don't puke a lot now, unless I'm really drunk. I can't remember the last time I threw up. Oh, Alyssa, it was horrible. Yeah, no, I feel like that might Horrible. be me. What are we going to make in May? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let's just talk food, okay? Uh, May is uh, Cinco de Mayo, so let's do another something Mexican. Oh. Let's do, I don't know. Empanadas. <gasps> yes. Yep. Perfect. Oh, I can't wait for May. <laughs> <laughs> so we got pupusas, pork buns, pizza, empanadas. <gasps> Beef and natural grillers. Yes. Wait, when do we do those? February. Oh, shit. Oh, January was the pupusas. January was pupusas. Oh, my God. I need to make a shared note on the iPhone for this. <laughs> Got to get a priorities in order. February was the beefy nachos. That's so fun. Like, what March. a fun thing to look back on. Like, yeah, in 2021, each month we made, like, a really cool, fun recipe that was together. Gonna be our, that was going to be our goal every that month. That is our goal. Right. We every are doing month it. to make something. Okay. Yeah. There we go. We're up to May, guys. We were just a little late on something. Why am I feeling that way? Because we didn't remember what it was. We weren't late, no, because we did that when? When did we do the beef and grillers? Did we do that? We didn't do that in February. Oh, okay. Well, we were a little late because we didn't remember what it was, remember? We did it on March 5th. All right. Well, that was February, and now we'll make the pork buns in March. Okay. And we so did— what? We were just a little couple days late. And the pupusas got messed up, too. Well, that's because, you know— Coronavirus. <laughs> that bitch had to come into my household. When did we do the January? Right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Anyways, <laughs> so fucking stupid. All right, let's get into emails. Ready? Yeah. Okay. I need advice. Me too. Hello, everyone. Hi. I need some advice. I'm 29, married, three kids, 10 and 6, and 3. I got pregnant at 19, and I've only known my now husband for six months when I got pregnant. We got married in 2013. I have always been a stay-at-home mom, but I now feel like I don't know who I am other than being a mom. I lost most of my friends when I had my first kid. I don't go out unless it's with my husband. I never went to college because I was a mom, and I didn't have a way to pay for daycare for my daughter. Fast forward to life now. Me and my husband are having problems. A few years ago, when I was seven months pregnant with my second child, I found text messages on his phone from a girl that he worked with. They were talking about how they wished they both weren't in relationships because they had feelings for each other. Me being a nice person, I forgave him. Well, I just recently found out that they're talking again. It's been six years since the first incident. I'm not sure how long they've been talking. He says only a few weeks, but I don't know whether or not I should believe him. When I was scrolling through the group page, I discover that she is part of this group. <gasps> so I don't feel comfortable posting on the group page because I feel like she will just send it to my husband. All of this nonsense isn't helping my mental health. I feel like I'm a bad person because I don't contribute financially. I feel like my husband is talking to her again because she has a career. What do I do to make myself feel better about myself? Wait, so she's going to listen to this. Good, let her. And she's going to know because... Let her. How do you... How? How do people do that? Listen, I've been cheated on, right? The people who he cheated on me with knew I existed, knew I had kids. How the fuck do you do that to somebody? How? 
Do you do that? Even if the husband's unhappy, I don't want to hear he's unhappy, he's chasing me bullshit. That's like girl code. How exactly? Yeah. How do you do that? Like, if you're, you want to do this, then you need to be done with your wife. Exactly. Like, done. Yeah. Not still living at home. Yeah. Not still trying to work on a marriage. Not this poor wife thinking everything was okay he wants until she happens to see messages again. That's, oh my God, do I have a lot to say. Go ahead, say it. She wants your advice. Okay. So for you, darling, first of all, she says um, she's just a mom. Like, she lost who she was. A billion percent. I absolutely know exactly. I think most mom, most most mothers, most stay-at-home moms, when they're mm-hmm. so all like I have about to put every single thing into this child and nothing about myself, and then you're burnt out. Not even burnt out, but you do. You lose your identity. When you have a baby yeah. and your friends don't have kids yet, you lost that group of friends. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're whatever, working and now you're not working, you lose those connections. Mm-hmm. So balance. Um, absolutely balance. Unfortunately, your husband, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he could speak to somebody after you forgave him for it. You you expressed your feelings. You forgave him, and now he's still going to talk to her. And if you're listening, why why would why would you do this? Also, she said he said it's only been a few weeks, but I don't know whether or not I should believe. Him. I don't. Well, but talking at all is not good. They're talking about wanting to be together again. Well, what does it make a difference if they're talking for a few weeks or a few months? They're talking or have about- they never stopped talking? Has this whole time been like a secret? Like, is he living? Oh, my God. Do you know how often? Like, I've seen that in the news recently. Like, where fucking people have a whole other life in a different town. Like, a, a whole other family. Like, how do people organize, do, deal, think? I don't know. But to to the to the one who's texting the married man, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, why are you playing yourself like that? That's you're you're ruining a family. If they have issues, if he's not happy, that's up to them to work on, not for you to step in and right and and, and cause a bigger riff in their relationship. Totally. And to the wife, if you want to save this marriage, you need to tell him he needs to cut that tie. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't want to have to tell my husband, "Hey, if you want to stay together, you have to cut your tie with another woman." But all right, it's innocent. Pretend it's innocent. Why are they talking? They in the they- past it wasn't innocent. They both wished that they weren't in a relationship because they both had feelings for each other six years ago. So you, if you're talking again now, that's making me believe that you both have those same feelings that they've never left. Yeah. So if Zane did that, if he was talking to a woman six years ago, and the text messages between them were, "I wish we weren't in relationships because then we could be together," and then he cuts it off, and then I find out six years later he's messaging her again, I'm not going to be fucking happy. Of course. The problem is, no. here's the problem. Because I went through it, list. Mm-hmm. She has three kids. She's mm-hmm. a stay-at-home mom. She doesn't bring money in. What is she to do? What does she do? Put her happiness first. She'll figure it out. You always say that. You'll figure it out. You do, but it's scary when you have three For kids. Sure. You have three mouths to feed. You have to put a, find a roof to put over their head. There's a million other things. But I'm sure she has family and something. If you have family and you could, yeah. I would do it that way. But there is always, I don't know where you're from, but you can always go. I had to go get help. I'm not ashamed to say it. I had to go get help because... I needed to be able to put food on my kids' table, and I was a stay-at-home mom, stay mom for so many years, so I didn't have a job, you know, when he chose to do what he did. And, you know, then I I just had to do. You, ha- you wind up having to do what you have to do, and sometimes it really sucks, but my kids have all expressed to me the, the struggles that we went through, the all huddling together because we had no heat, going to friends' houses to take shower because we didn't have hot water. They wouldn't change anything because it helped them grow grow on who they are. So allowing your kids to see you struggle isn't necessarily a bad thing. And if that's what needs to happen to get to your happiness, then that's what you're going to do, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I think that, like, you said you guys haven't been doing well, um, you and your husband, and, like, it's just a nasty thing to do on his end, like instead of speaking with you or trying to fix things or saying that he wants to end the relationship because he's unhappy, he's going with another woman. Like to me, it's just like shady and it's like you want 
you want your comfortability that we have a place together and we have kids and you just want to stay here. But then you're going to go with somebody else. Like, you want your cake and eat it too. And I don't think that's okay. I think that you need to have a conversation with him and say, in my opinion, if he's talking to this woman right now and still saying that he wants to get with her, absolutely not. I'd walk out so fast. Yep. So fucking fast. And you'll figure it out. That's strike two. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. And can we talk about the girl code for a minute? Seriously. If you sleep with somebody and you don't know they have a girlfriend or they're married, that's different a different story. story. She knows. She definitely knows. <laughs> she definitely knows and not once but twice. You know, whether it really truly ended six years ago and now they just happen to be talking again or if it never ended. Either way, what are you doing? And here's my thing. This is what I've always said, right? So, like, say my ex cheated me. Okay. I'm just going to throw pretend names out there. Mm-hmm. So, John. Mm-hmm. John cheats on Pam mm-hmm. with Barbara. Okay. John divorces Pam, marries Barbara. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Barbara think? What, what, he's going to cheat Barbara on her, too. Does Barbara not think that he's not cheating on you, too? Well, guess yeah. what? Now Barbara's out of the picture, too, because guess what? Barbara got cheated on. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to do? You're trying to seduce or get in or do all this with a married fucking man. And then yeah. what's your end goal? To win him? And you don't think he's going to go do the same exact thing to you once he gets over you? Yeah, exactly. Because it's people like that who are never going to be content with anything. It's always going to be— They want something new and fresh. Exactly. A fresher, newer model. You know, they're going to trade that car in for the brand new model. He wants to lease you. Yeah, exactly. He wants to trade you in every couple of years. (sighs) So don't. Don't allow yourself—this is the wife. Don't allow yourself to be— like I was, which was made to feel like not good enough for anything. You know, he's the issue, he's the problem, and if he's not willing to get the help, counseling, cut that bullshit out, then you need to take your children, and you'll figure it out, and you'll make it, I promise. Mm. Shit, girl, if I could fucking do it, anybody could do it. I would not even consider counseling if he's talking to her, saying he wants a relationship with her right now. Oh, if it's that kind of talk, then yeah, I would definitely be done. Because it's only, what is it, like once, twice— Shame on you, and then it's shame on me at one point because, you know, I should have walked away. Been done. Walked away from that, you know? And hopefully you do have family that you can fall back on. And you know what? Don't feel, because that was my thing too, don't feel shameful. Don't feel like, because it's not you who did something wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. Do they still work together too? That's, that's, listen, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But my leg is going like a thousand miles a minute right now because it's just very real to me. Uh-huh. And I just, I don't trust anything about this. And I don't, like, if you have to ask him to stop talking to somebody and he's hesitant about it, like, that's a problem. That's a problem. Like, if you love, if you genuinely love somebody, you'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. Like, I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing shady going on. Uh, and even if, all right, so there's nothing shady going on. They have a history of saying, I wish I wasn't in a relationship because I want to be with you. I have feelings towards you. If, if that was still, ever said to somebody, you should never talk to them again. Yeah, and even if, if, they're in a, if they're working together or not working together or if they're talking about that same sort of thing now, it's not the point. That's That line already has been crossed. It's like his ex at this yeah, point. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that line has been crossed and he, he fucked up. I I wouldn't be happy with it. I don't know. I don't know know how he's comfortable with it because I would be so uncomfortable with that. Like if I did that, if I was texting somebody at at work and said, you know, I wish I wasn't in a relationship with feelings together. And then six years later, like he was messaging me again. And then I like did it again. Like he's fucked up if he's doing that. Like that's fucked up. Not okay. Not okay. Let us know what happens. Or what happened. Maybe, maybe maybe you already stepped into that. Who knows? Okay, advice. Toxic ex-boyfriend advice. Okay. Hey, ladies. This is going to be long. Fair warning. I need some advice as to how to move on. My ex and I have had a very bad toxic past. We were on and off again for like six years and shared two children together. 
we recently broke up for good. Like for real this time. I've definitely fallen out of love with him and cannot handle the emotional and mental abuse anymore. He is a tweetaholic. And by that I mean he has been blasting bullshit about me on his Twitter for a very long time. He likes to think he is a doctor and has self-diagnosed me with a ton of mental issues. Like a ton. Making me like a crazy, no good, dangerous person and has even tweeted that I'm a danger to myself and my children. Totally not true at all. In fact, he's the, he takes one of our two children once a week for 24 hours. That's it. I have them basically full time beyond that. So if I was this person he is saying I am, then why do I still have our children? He's never... Uh, tagged me in any posts. I've never been posted on his Twitter, so no one knows who he's talking about. And by that, I mean his whole three followers. <laughs> anyway, this is my issue. I'm addicted to reading the tweets about me. He has my Twitter blocked, so I can't look at his page through my phone, but I found a way to be able to get to his Twitter page. So I can still read all the horrible stuff he tweets about me. I can't stop. None of it's true, I know. My friends and families know it, but I still can't stop going back to read it, and I don't know why. Please help me. How do I stop doing this stuff, even though... I know it's not true. It's affecting me mentally. Thanks in advance, and I hope this made some kind of sense. I've also attached a picture of myself and my three children. Well, hello there. (sighs) Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you know people are writing things about you, like, you want to look. It's hard not to. It's like you know this person is saying things about you, and you want to go see it. But if it's affecting you mentally, that's where you have to draw the line. Absolutely. You need to just, all right, so the band-aid's ripped off. The relationship is over. You fell out of love with him. You know for this time it's done. It's, there's no going back. By reading these, you're only doing self-harm. Well, she knows that. She's just like, how do I stop doing it? I'm addicted. (sighs) You got to do it. Play Candy Crush or something, girlfriend. (laughs) Can you block the website? Like, like, um... If, like, if you go to click on it, like, it won't let you. Like a child lock or something. I don't... Um, Just don't, don't fucking do it. But she's going out of her way to still do it. So it's like... Here, I have a challenge for her. Okay. When you listen to this, the first day you listen to this, I want you to not do it for a week. Just a week. And then I want you to check in with yourself at the end of the week and see how you feel mentally. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And I do know. Just do it for a week. Like, say if you try to go on a diet, say if you try to quit smoking, say, I know, like, professionals will say, if you pull something, like, because that's all an addiction, right? A food addiction, an alcohol addiction, a fucking smoking addiction. Mm -hmm. Um, When you try to take something out of your life, you need to fill that void. With something else, yeah. when you have the urge to go on Twitter and see what bad shit he's tweeting about you— do something else. Fill it with something else that you, brings you joy, you know? Go read the Twitter news and, like, other people's drama. Yeah, or whatever. Put a piece of gum in your mouth. Whatever it may be. TikTok. Watch something. TikToks. Yeah, whatever it may be. But when you, when you go to do that, substitute it with something else. And mm-hmm. then, like Alyssa said, a week later, just check in on your mental health. Because I guarantee you'll be feeling so much better. And you're going to want to keep feeling that way. Fuck him. Also, yeah. Also, what the fuck? How old is this guy tweeting about you every single day about you? Like he's obsessed with, with you. <laughs> he's obsessed with yeah, you. Yeah, talk about yeah. He's he's definitely trying to ruffle your feathers and get your attention, but just don't. Uh, yeah, like, it don't, seems like you don't even care to go on Twitter anyway. Win. Yeah, you're letting him win if he's he's still getting to you. Don't let him win. Fuck him. Fuck him. What a I mean, loser. But don't, but don't fuck him. But fuck him. You know what I'm saying? What a loser. He's but tweeting I get about it. you every day. I get it. Because I know, like, when my shit ended, I was obsessed with going on. No, I'm saying him for just me- for just tweeting about you oh, all the time. yeah. What a loser. Absolutely. But I'm saying the addiction part. Because I remember 
You I know, remember too. I remember. You I would check all the time. I would check all the time. Yeah. I wanted to know what, well, a lot of it I think too was what were my kids up to? They were taking my kids out of the country and on cruises and this and that. I wanted to know, you know? So it was an addiction of mine. So I do understand what you're saying, but at the same time, you have to break it. You have to fill it with a different void, you know? I mean, so, fill the void with a different thing. So how did you stop? I. When they got divorced. <laughs> No, no, I honestly haven't looked yeah. in years. Um, you don't remember why? You just like stopped one day. I stopped. I, I got to a point where it was damaging me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like it was making me feel like a piece of shit because yeah. I literally, my kids had never done anything. I've never been on any sorts of trips other than back to my ex husband's home country, but they've never been anywhere. And then I'm watching this new woman. Woman. Be respectful. I, I, I watched her post all these pictures of her beautiful daughter. Fuck mm. you. That's my daughter. But I remember the hurt, and I would just sit there, and I would cry, and she would mine my kids. She would treat them like little trophy children, and it so was so damaging to you got to a point where me. you're just like, I can't look at this I, anymore. I can't. I mean, of course, even today, I still want to see what's up really? in their life. Just as in, well, not well, now they're because they're divorced, but... <laughs> Um, but up until like the end, it was like, oh, how are they doing? And even now, now he's got the new one. They just bought a house. Of course, curiosity is there. You're always going to be but curious. Don't do it. But don't, don't allow do that to dictate your life. If you're sitting there like you, you blocked it. Now you're using another device. You found a loophole to go look at it. For no. what? You're only, I mean, and she knows, like you said, you know, you're causing yourself. You have to shut it down for your kids. Ignorance is bliss. Like just stop looking. Pretend he's not doing it anymore. Like he's not, he stopped. Actually, you know what? He told me he stopped. He did stop. He's not doing yeah, it anymore. So there's nothing to look us. at. He said I stopped. Yeah. There's nothing to look at anymore. <laughs> it really is damaging. Like you can't be looking at like even like friendships, family members. Like if that is damaging you, like stop looking mm-hmm. it's like Alyssa mute, with the block, comments whatever. right yeah you know if sometimes i try not to mm-hmm. but sometimes if i go on Alyssa's youtube videos and if i see a negative comment that shit fucking burns my soul and imagine and, how i feel then. and Alyssa will sit there and look at him and zane tells her all stop looking at them man. but it is, know, it's, it's so the hard addiction you know yeah but you have to you have to break the cycle mm-hmm. do it for your children yeah yeah now i try to look at comments like Within the first few hours that I post the video. And, that's and then it. that's it. Yeah. Because then once pe- more people see it, like, you know, the more random viewers and like, then you get more hate. But the first, like, are my like view, like my subscribers, you know, that are like nice. And I want to see what people have to mm-hmm. say. I enjoy like when I ask questions in the video and like, I like to see what people like people's feedback and stuff about like what I'm cooking or whatever. So I don't want like just a few negative people to take that away from me also. Like, right. I don't want to give them the power that, oh, I'm not looking at comments anymore. You know, like I still want to, but I've limited myself for sure. And I think that you need to cut cold turkey. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cut, uh, quit cold turkey. Yeah. Substitute that void with something else. Yeah. You know, anytime you want to go look at his Twitter, play a board game with your kids. Yeah. Or, you know, color picture. TikTok is a great thing. TikTok is a great thing, but maybe just get off of the social media together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just... Just focus that attention that you'd give to reading negative shit about yourself to Mm. put positive into yourself. You'll feel so much fucking better. I'm telling you, I lived it. I did it. If you X say that and then add in things that make you happy in your life, you will be a whole new person. Yeah. I don't even remember what I did. I don't know if I filled my void. I do know as I start decluttering my house, I know I'm going to come across a file. Because I had proof. You printed shit. I did, Les, because you know they caused me so much financial heartache. I mean, I'm talking millions of dollars in debt. And I just had proof. I had the receipts. I printed everything up, you know? And it's somewhere. I don't know where it is. Uh But it's going to... It's going to sting a little bit. It is. Yeah. But look at karma. Karma got a shit because... (laughs) You know, on to the next. Thri- I'm on thriving. Next. Yeah, I'm thriving. That's all I gotta say. I'm good, boo boo. <laughs> wow. And you will be too. You know, you, oh, you're, you're gonna, gonna be it. just fine. Just think about how much better you will feel. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. It's hard because there's so many things in life where like you know you'll feel better if you do it, but you just don't. Like you know if you go on a schedule and like you wake up at a certain time and go on a walk every morning, like you'll feel like so much of a better person. It's like sometimes you just don't. 
you know? So it's like you have to just fuck, just fucking do it. The getting up and getting out of the bed is the hardest part. But mm. once you go for the walk, you're going to feel better. Yes. So it's getting into that routine. So yeah. you just got to get into a routine to allow yourself to feel better. Mm-hmm. Don't allow him to fucking bring you down anymore. Fuck him. And just just do it. Like, literally, just just do it. Like, just stop. Me and Liz will be in like your that. ear. Yeah, just, like, think about it like that. It's just like, oh, I can just, like, stop looking and I'll be better mentally. Like, that's pretty easy. You can do it. And then maybe out of curiosity. No, no. don't even do it. Don't even no. do it. Because it's just, yeah, it's, if he's just on there bashing you, fuck him, man. Then what? You're good for a month and then you look again and then that whole no, yeah, month yeah, yeah. No, piles up. I was thinking about me. I was, I was, you know what? I, I was turning the shit into me. I'm sorry. You're like, I might look. No. <laughs> no. I was just trying it. to see what vacation they were planning on sh- taking my kids next time. <laughs> Uh, seriously you deserve better yeah you know absolutely don't look anymore and you're beautiful and your kids are cute and just put time into you you'll feel like a new woman definitely we love you fuck him fuck him what a fucking loser (laughs) that's a definition of a loser sitting in his (laughs) you fucking idiot What's wrong with you? That's what you should do. You should laugh at the thought that he's just sitting there fucking with yeah. nothing better to, to do in his life other than tweet negatively about you. Made up shit, no less. He's obsessed he's, with you. What is it? Reflecting. Deflecting? Deflecting? Like, it, that's him who's talking. Like, he's saying it's her, but it's really him. He's the one that's fucked up and, like, mentally unstable. I mean, he's the one that's sitting behind a fucking keyboard being this, like, big keyboard warrior fucking bashing somebody. Meanwhile, it's his self that he's doing it to. And he's not even tagging you in them. He's just subtweeting you. Like, just fucking let him let him fucking type to his three people. Like, nobody knows that he's doing it. It's fine. Let him let him do it. Either that or, or send me his Twitter handle. I'll take care of him. Oh, yeah. We can, we can, um, what we can um like report him report girl. his account girl come on i bet that if you if you did go on there i bet that like her i'm talking to you like i bet she could go on there and report his account for like bullying or abuse or something and twitter will take it down and then guess what if he makes a new account you can't find it <laughs> mm. try that try that and then don't look for a week Okay. Like, do that. Like, block him. I mean, report his account for bullying or hate speech, whatever you can do on Twitter. And then stop looking. There you go. Love it. And then Twitter deleted his account, so you just can't go back on. There you go. Even if they didn't. Love it. Love it. Okay. Advice is needed. Okay. Hi, beautifuls. I love you so both so much. Okay. (laughs) Love you both. I love love you you so so both too much, too. Okay, so your girl needs advice. I'm in my last semester of high school. I didn't apply to any colleges because I'm going to esthetician school, which is skincare, and hoping to start YouTube. So here's where things get tricky. I am very close to my parents, and they fully support my plans, but expect me to go to college after esthetician school, which I don't want to do since school is so mentally draining. I'm really afraid to disappoint them. At the same time, I don't want a cookie cutter life because I have aspirations. I know that I'll be happy and be able to make a good living, which is all that matters to me. How do I confront them about this? Thank you. Love you. Bye. And she put pictures. Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, she's so pretty. She put a little paragraph for us, and it's really cute, but we're not reading it. Okay. Um, I just don't get this. We always say that. I just don't get it. Parents? If there's any parents out there of youngins, can you? All right, you want your kids, obviously, to grow up and be successful in life, right? <laughs> but like this girl, she wants to be an est. That's amazing. It's beautiful. And the she, amount she, of money. She can make her own fucking skincare company. She, Who knows? Skincare company. She could, uh, like, YouTube. She could fucking kill make it. Make a killing. Doing, like, facials and, like, microdermabrasion. you got to go to college after. <laughs> I don't get it. There's so many people, and there's so many statistics, which I'm not going to pull up right now, but there's so many statistics of people who are fucking... You know, $100,000 in debt from going to college and getting their master's, and there's no jobs out there. You understand? Like, why? If that's not what you want to do, 
why should parents force it on you? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't get that. She's going it's to not school. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not like you're just saying, oh, you know, I have no drive, no ambition. I'm going to live off you. I'm going to, you know, yeah. stay in your house and yeah. eat your food out, out of your cabinets and refrigerator right. for the rest of my life. You have dreams and aspirations. Your parents, in my opinion, should be so proud of you to be independently, like, you're doing it. You, you know, you have plans. Like, to me, that's so... Wonderful. So here's where we dive into like the parents are just like old school mentality. Like they want you to have like a generic job. But they'll go to their dermatologist just fucking fine, right? (laughs) I just, I fucking will never understand it. Listen, Amani did it. Amani signed up for college because he wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. The day he was supposed to start, he said to me, he's like, Ma, I don't want to think, I I think I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, are you sure? Yeah. Let's talk about the reasonings why. Let's yeah. talk about what you're going to do in the interim. Right. I'm not going to let you just be home, no. come home and be a Joe Schmo. No. But, and then I supported him fully, 100%. If you want your kids to grow up and be happy and healthy and successful, don't force your beliefs on them. Mm-hmm. Let them do something. You could guide them. You can help them. You could, you know, if your kid doesn't know what they want to do, sure, go to college. But if you have... You know what you want to do. You have your dreams. You have your aspirations. Your family should support it. I would just say, listen, mom, dad, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to start working. If I realize it's not for me, maybe then I'll try a college. Maybe. But I'm an adult now, and I don't want to do that. (laughs) This annoys me so much. You have no idea. Is it really, like, are we so abnormal? Like, is most people like this? Because I feel like we get these all the time. I think it's certain cultures, certain, like, um, generations, certain religions. Like, everybody has really strong beliefs, you know? Like, I think the way certain people raise, like, no, you have to go to be a doctor or a lawyer or a nurse or, like, something that's, like, generic. And it's, like... I'm going to work in skincare. I'm going to make so much fucking money, (laughs) probably more than a fucking doctor. Like if you do it right, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, which that doesn't even matter. Even if you fucking made fucking $10,000 a year doing skincare and you were happy, like it doesn't matter. It's not even about the dollar amount. It's about the passion. If your passion is in skincare and your passion is doing this, then your parents should wholeheartedly like support you. And I think that's just the way you need to say it. I think you need to say, don't you want me to be happy? I don't want to disappoint you. I don't, I don't want you to be upset with me, but I'm really, this is where I want to be and what I want to do in life. I'm going to go to the school. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get certified. I'm going to start working. I would appreciate you supporting my decisions at this time because your decisions can change. Listen, I, my whole entire life, I wanted to go to cosmetology school. I wanted to be a licensed beautician. That's what I want to do. Worked in salons. Hated it. But before that, up until that point, that's all in life I ever wanted to do. And then once I did it, I hated it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, sure, if I didn't get married and have kids, I would have went to school for something else at that point. So if she winds up hating it, you could always go to school. There's not an age group. There's not an no. age limit on going back to school to learn something new. Yeah. It never is. Yeah. So I think you need to just tell your parents just like that. Be like, Dad, Mom, please support me. I'd be like... Lisa. <laughs> okay, never mind. I would just say, yeah, like, don't you want me to be happy? Yeah, That's but it. we want you to. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have a career. Don't worry, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like she exactly. It's not like she's like I'm just gonna sit on the couch and do nothing. And you know She's like, what? Okay, this is my Listen. goal. Like, I'm excited. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna be happy because that's what I want to do. But um, you could all reassure them. If you guys are worried about me, like, what if it fails? Then I'm prepared to yeah do something else. But for it's right now, my focus is this. This is my dream. This is what I want to do, Dad. This is what I want to do, Mom. And it would mean the world to me for you to support me. Also. Not that, like, esthetician school is easy either. It's going to be fucking hard. She's going to have to learn about, like, fucking chemicals and, like, reaction. Like, it's going to be, like, a fucking science. Like, it's not going to be easy. It's not like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, whatever would be fucking easy. Like, it's not going to be an e- It's not like it's easy. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I just said the same thing five times. <laughs> right. It's, it's not like not. she's, like, taking the easy way out is what I'm trying to say. Exactly. Like, it's going to be fucking hard, I like bet. A- 
exactly. Because when I went to beauty school, it wasn't just learning about how to put a roller in your hair. You had to know the chemicals. You had yeah. To know the, there was so much more structures and follicle. You know, there was a lot of scientific exactly. stuff you had to learn, not just how to use and a curling iron. Oh my God, skin is so hard too. Yeah. Everybody's skin is different. She's going to have to learn about how to like treat like acne and like do like... Oh, I went and got a facial once. Like, facials nowadays, they have, like, it looks like a fucking doctor's office. They have all these, like, all these, like, tools and all these things that spray water and, like, all these, like, lights. And they have so many things. Like, it looks like a doctor's office. Wow. Yeah. It's not It's not just, like, okay, I'm going to put some, like, lotion on your skin. Like, that's not what she's learning. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, she's going to be, like, a fucking doctor for skin. Okay. Well, listen, that just... That's something that I think you should do. Not a dermatologist, but you know what I mean? I think you should maybe, like when you were just saying, like when you went, how everything looked and all of this and that, maybe pull up a video or find something and show them that it's more than just rubbing. Because maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe they're just envisioning of you sitting in a local salon down by the people who are getting a pedicure right. rubbing lotion on somebody's forehead. Mm-hmm. So maybe Which would be fine, but that's not what you're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what <laughs> maybe that's the, what they're... Right. What what they're seeing. Like, nah, that's bitch, I'm going to own my own fucking studio right. and I'm going to be have my own business. I'm going to be my own boss. I don't know what your plan is. If you want to go work in a salon, that's fine. But, like, you can own your own shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they have all, like, with these lash bars now yeah. and all these, like... Uh, all these independent little things, I absolutely think maybe if you show them what you would actually be doing, it might, they might be like, oh, mm-hmm. it's more than just lotion on the forehead during a nah, foot massage. Bitch, these machines look like fucking transformers that like roll around the room. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So it's not easy. Well, listen, that's uh, good for you. I'm good stressed. for you. I would m- Show them some sort of video of what exactly you'd be doing or learning. And um, just ask them to be supportive of your decision. And you always have a full back, full back plan. That's yeah. it. You got this. Because I think that's a lot of people's, uh, a lot of parents' worry is that you, won't, you don't want to see your kids fail. But everybody fails. And then we get up and we dust ourselves off and mm-hmm. we carry on. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what they need a little, maybe they need a little reassurance that if, if you fall down, that you're going to have the strength to get back up. Mm-hmm. Also, you know? can I say something too? Sure. If she goes to them and they're like, well, we don't support it. You have to go to college. No. No, thank you. Please don't do that just for them. Please don't. Mm-hmm. Please follow your dreams. Because at the end of the day, it's your fucking life. Like, that's what matters. Sorry, mom and dad. I'm going to disappoint you with my great career and great life. Sorry. Right? I don't really I care what you think then. That. Please don't. Please don't go do something else that you're going to be miserable in the rest of your life just for them. Please don't. As much as you love your parents, I love my parents, but if they did it to me, I'd be like, sorry, I want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You have to make yourself happy at the end of the day. That's who you're left with. Done so. So true. So true. Done story. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Toxic? Ex-best friend advice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry in advance. This email is long. What's poppin', ladies? I've been listening to y'all's post- podcast since the beginning, and they love y'all. I'm from Alabama, so if I say y'all a lot. <laughs> long story short, I had a best friend. Let's name her Rose. She was my first friend when I moved to when I moved schools in sixth grade. Well, here's where it goes downhill. Throughout A few years, we went through high school drama, and she got mad at me over little stuff and made me feel like a piece of shit. And made me feel upset a lot because she made me choose between her and my boyfriend. She had a boyfriend also, and I never made her choose. She would also randomly make plans, and I would cancel my plans with my boyfriend to spend time with her. And she still thought I was choosing him over her all the time. I always had to watch what I said around her. I had other friends, but I thought she and I had to be... My only friend, no one else, and sadly got me to turn my back on my other best friend. 
Now that you have somewhat of an insight of how she treated me in the past, let's fast forward to high school. I'm 21. I'm still with my boyfriend, now fiancé since Christmas 2020. Congratulations. And Rose, she's engaged to her high school boyfriend. She's 21. Uh, After high school, we had a falling out. We still tried to be friends and meet up. We have two different complete lives, and it was hard to make plans. I made up with the best friend that she got me to turn the back on, and she's going to be my maid of honor. Me and Rose haven't hung out but two times since graduation, and me and my best friend see each other and talk to each other every day, and even though we both have our own lives, we still make time for each other. And I posted a picture of me and my best friend a few months ago, and Rose was asking me why I'm friends with her, calling me mean names and a lot of other things. And calling I, her mean names, the other friend. Oh, calling her mean names yeah. and a lot of other things. And I stood up for myself and told Rose, I'm allowed to have more than just one friend, and there's no limit to friendship. We talked, and she gave up on trying to turn me against her again. We still talked here and there, but just small talk. She got engaged, and we haven't been talking that much. And I texted her, congratulations, and I'm happy for you. And she replied. When, but when I got engaged, she never said anything to me, and I started to think how think I know she saw it and she never said anything and I found out she blocked me on everything. I never did anything and she was just mad. Nothing went the way she wanted. I miss our friendship, but she was so toxic and I still think about our friendship, but I'm trying to be happy in life and not deal with the toxic people and just happy and just be happy, but it's hard. I miss the memories. Any advice will help. I post the pictures of my cat, me and my fiance. June will be six years. Okay. You're always going to miss the memories of a friend when you lose them. You're always going to think about, like, the best times. But, like, you have to remember that she's toxic and not good yeah, for you. I, no, seriously, though, like, I I, I don't want to be rude because obviously there are some sort of memories there. But everything I read was how terrible she was. She, she would always... Back in high school, when you guys first met, there was always drama. She always made you feel bad. She treated you like a piece of shit. You know, she made you choose between you and your boyfriend. She was just a not nice person always from what I'm reading in the email. So why would you miss that? Like, don't be with friends with her. She turned your friends against you. She did all these horrible things. I would be fucking free. I would feel like my prison sentence is over. I am a free bird. I am going to fly. I'm going to have new people in my life. And you're 21. You're not a baby. It's not like you're in fifth grade again and you need to have a lot of people surround you. You need people that are good people in your circle. And that's it. She's definitely not there. And I don't think she ever deserved to be. She put another follow-up email and said, I want to text her and say something along the lines like, I'm upset and we had a falling out and I hope one day we can become friends again or something. It just feels weird not seeing, saying a see or talk to you later. I wouldn't waste my... Yeah. I wouldn't waste the energy that it took to type it out. It's not going to be closure for you if that's what you're searching for. Yeah. She's just not probably not going to respond. She blocked you on everything. Like, why do you want somebody like that in your life? Like, you have good memories with everybody and then if you find out they're shitty, then that's it. I have an idea. Hmm. Write it. Mm. Write it, burn it, send it to the universe. Yeah. That'll free you. Yeah. Seriously, write write her a letter. Hey, I just want to let you know, you've hurt me so many times. You never re- congratulated me on my engagement. That hurt. You never said, like, bye, see you later. Never, like, ended our friendship officially. You know, I would write it all down. Get that, because I know, like, when I start writing, and then you just get angrier and angrier, and you see the indentation on those papers, and then you burn it. Mm-hmm. Go outside, hold that shit in your hand. Be careful, don't burn yourself. Burn it. Let mm-hmm. that shit leave. Like, you have to really Imagine it leaving your body, mm-hmm. and then you'll feel better after. Yeah. But you really have to put the energy, you have to have the belief of feeling the energy leave your body. Because, like, yeah, I've like, done it in the that's past. That's hard like, for well, me. wait, I don't feel nothing. And yeah. then there's been times where it's like, wow, whew, I can mm-hmm. breathe again. So yeah. I really do believe in that. So try that. I wouldn't waste it on her, though. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go back. You'll make new friends. Oh, absolutely. Especially now fine. that you're going to get married. You know, you're going to have... A future, you'll have children maybe someday if you want to. Then that's going to be a whole nother spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like a whole, you're going to have a whole new group of friends, a whole new different life at that point. You know, you're going to start having little play dates with Tommy, kind of, you know, your kids are going to get together and shit like that. I'm telling you, don't, you don't want to make time for people in your life that don't do the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I definitely don't think it's worth it. Yeah. She's, you even said it yourself. I miss our friendship, but she was so toxic. 
Like, it, 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 yeah. she just doesn't deserve to be in your life. And that's on period. Work advice needed. What's poppin' Alyssa and Jerry? I've written him before saying fucking thank you. This time, I need some work advice. By the way, I'm sending you through my phone, and I don't know how to double space if Jerry is reading this. Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> All right, June, we... Sorry, so a bit of a backstory. April to October 12th of 2020, my job was closed. From June, we got a paid... We got paid a thing called job keeper from my job who got it from the government to help the employees at businesses who were closed or not earning enough just yet and only to employees who met the criteria. We got a certain amount for each night from it and any extra if we worked over a certain amount. I have no idea how to explain that. I don't even get it. <laughs> okay, me either. <laughs> it went down a bit near it went down a bit near the end of the year and again once more, and it finishes the end of March. Overall, I'm glad that I have some money coming in as it's not busy at my work as it once was. My dilemma. I work at a hotel as a room attendant and work does go up and down with how busy it is. It's unpredictable of what's going to happen. I have some friends who work at this hotel and seem to be quite busy more than us. I also hear, when I eavesdrop, of people choosing the new hotel over mine. I'm also doing work placement for my patisserie course at a cake store once a week. I'm hoping that they'll offer me a job, but I have no idea. I'm too early to ask. I'm, I've talked to my girlfriend and my mom about it, and I know with my mom's job at the library, she gets good rates, especially over the weekend. She has tried for ages to get me to work there because of the rates, which is fair, but I'm not into books as much as she is. My girlfriend, bless her, is unbelievably supportive no matter what I decide to do, and she says, we're a team and we'll handle anything together. God, I love her. I'm getting more stressed and anxious of what's going to happen and what I should do. I like my job and I know it well and the people that I work with. Unfortunately, when JobKeeper ends, if this stays this quiet, I can't financially do it. There's been officially five, I've been there officially five years. I want to help my girlfriend with house, household bills more and save up for our future as we want a house in the next two years. My question is, do I stay at my current job and hope that it gets busy, apply for the hotel, uh, the other hotel and hope that it gets busy or apply for my mom's work basically to get the good rates? I could always apply for other places, but yeah. Yeah. I love listening to your podcast and it's amazing hearing your advice and it does help others. And I thought, why not send in mine? Okay. And then she wrote some sweet things, but. <laughs> okay. So my advice, mm, I'm going to tell you. There's Thank you, you for your do. sweet words, by the way. We're just not reading on the podcast. So we can give you advice. Okay. I didn't read them either, but I'll read them after. But listen, so here's my advice. The place that you're working at right now, which is slower, there's a new hotel that's busier now. And anything new is going to die down also, okay? So my advice to you is if you're really happy and content, it's just missing on the hours, this is what I would do. I would go to my superior and I would say, listen, I'm sure you're aware business is slow right now. There's opportunities over at X, Y, and Z, but I'm really happy here because when you're honest, if your employer... values you as much as you value them, sometimes they could do things, for example, give you more hours. You know, if they're trying to spread the hours thin, but there's somebody who's not doing a great job, get rid of that person and give you more responsibility. Or it could be something like giving you more responsibility. Like you said, you're a room keeper, right? So maybe they could have you do something else as well. This way, the amount of hours add up. Um, give you a raise. There's different ways that if a job wants to keep you because you're a great employee, they're going to figure it out. If you go to them and you say, hey, you know, this brand new hotel is offering this and I know I can get that many hours and da da If they can't in any way help you, they'll say, listen, the best thing for you, honestly, I hate to see you go, but the best thing for you would be to go. Honestly, that that to me, when when I had my bagel store or when I was a manager over here, there was things that are like, you know, I hate to see you go, but you have to do what's best for you. So I think by being honest with your current employer, I think that'll give you some guidance. You know, I don't think following the dollar at the mom's library is going to help you none because you're not into books. If you're not happy with what you're doing, what's the money worth at that point? So whether you go to the new hotel or you stay at your own at the same one and then just ask for, like like I said, be forthcoming. Hey, I need more. And maybe they'll give you other duties or a raise mm-hmm. or hours. 
you know? That's so hard to do. I used to hate talking to, like, a manager and stuff. It's so nerve-wracking. It is, but at the end of the day, worst-case scenario, they're going to say, listen, we can't give you anything more. Mm-hmm. The decision's going to be up to you at that point. Right. You know, and then you would have to take, you know, you would have to see if it face value, you know, okay, sure, I can go over to that new hotel right. and get that many hours. Then that's what you do. Yeah. You know, but I know if I had a valuable employee and they were like, listen, I can't work because we go through it, you know, right after holiday in retail, mm-hmm. shifts die. Yep. Nobody has hours. So what do I do? How do I, how do you try to keep people happy? Yeah. You know, you give them more responsibilities or you make them, you know, like I know in our little retail, we would say, well, if you could travel, there's another one 15 minutes away. Maybe you could pick up a day or two there. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could do something like that or more responsibilities. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess it's less nerve-wracking because you're not going into the office to quit. You're just being like, yo, is there anything else I could do? Like, I need to make a little more money. Yeah. If not, peace out. Exactly. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. Good luck. We love you guys so much. Thank you for sending your emails. Today was interesting. <laughs> it always is, isn't yep. it? Yep. You guys, I don't know how you guys come up with this shit, man. There's so many types of emails. Well, if you want to send one, like we read today, agamilpodcast at gmail.com. If you also want to go to our Instagram, there's a button on there. You can just hit the email button and it'll just open it right up. You can just type it and hit send. Also, make sure you're following us on there. We put up cute little graphics and previews of the episodes. And you can be part of our Saturday episodes, which are a lot of fun as well if you don't listen already become a part of the Saturday shenanigans fam. If you want to shop our merch, teespring.com slash Agno. Okay, love you. Bye.